This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Namaskar, salam alaikum, sat sri akal, hello. This is Abhinandan Sekri and Hafta mein aapka swagat hai aur jis tarah angrez apna lagan nahi chhodte news laundry apna hafta bhi kabhi maaf nahi karta. Aandhi aaye, tufaan aaye, pollution aaye ya mundi ode. Hum har hafte hafta leke hazir hote hain. We have two guests today. Um before I introduce them I just like to appeal to all of you to subscribe to News Laundry to keep media independent so that we can do a lot more than we already do which is not that much and we can afford great reports by one of the guests who we have here <laughs> but she has certain objections which we will let her articulate after I have quickly ye ek message hai you know which I just want to tell all our listeners Mufat Khors and non-Mufat Khors combined that you know our subscriptions are 300 500 so this is how much stuff like that costs it's the price of a sim card that you dump because the service sucked it would cost you as much as a box of darjeeling tea the cost is equivalent to an everyday starbucks or a cafe coffee day coffee or the coffee mug at home supporting independent media costs less than a packet of cigarettes for all you smokers who are apni lungs ko tum kha pa rahe ho or old monk jo bhi tum monk peete ho as much as a pint of beer or bloody mary ek bloody mary chhod ke subscribe kar lo One monthly subscription costs less than the haircut you get every other weekend, unless like me you don't shave or cut your hair. And I've saved thousands over the years. And I will tell you other things that also cost as much as a subscription. Do subscribe because a year ago when I had you know said that it costs less than an underwear, and an independent media covers the society's ass, a lot of you were very uh, outraged by my comparison. So I have got more reasonable comparisons now. So do subscribe. मेरे ख्याल से इसमें एक चीज़ और जोड़ सकते हैं कि आप पहली बार किसी गर्लफ्रेंड को इम्प्रेस करने के लिए डिनर या लंच पे ले जाए तो जितना टिप देते हैं और वो आपको छोड़ के जा सकती है न्यूज लॉन्ड्री छोड़ के नहीं जाएंगेविंग यू Thank you so much. आपका हफ्ता है पहला ये विजिट टू द हफ्ता राइट बिल्कुल अदर गेस्ट इज समिन हफ्ता बिफोर नेहा दीक्षित शीज एन इंडिपेंडेंट जर्नलिस्ट ट्रूली इंडिपेंडेंट जर्नलिस्ट इन एवरी सेंस ऑफ द वर्ल्ड हु हैज डन सम वेरी गट सी रिपोर्टिंग शी रिपोर्ट्स ऑन पॉलिटिक्स एंड सोशल जस्टिस शी कॉन्ट्रीब्यूट टू द स्मिथ सोनियन मैगजीन अल जजीरा इंग्लिश द कैरवैन द वायर एंड मोर एंड जस्ट बिफोर वी स्टार्टेड यू हैड अ कंप्लेन नेहा प्लीज आई वॉन्ट टू से कि अभिनंदन बेचारे गरीब रिपोर्टर्स के पेट पर लात मारता है बिकॉज ही टेल्स एवरी वन की इनको हम अफोर्ड नहीं कर सकते बट अभी जब पिछली बार आप आई थी हमें लोगों ने ई मेल करके बोला कि आप नेहा दीक्षित रिपोर्ट कराइए मैंने कहा अभी हमारी औकात नहीं है कि नेहा दीक्षित रिपोर्ट करा सकते अभी हाई बजट अभी हम पदमावती नहीं बना सकते अभी हम ना हजारों ख्वाहिशें ऐसी में काम चला रहे हैं Then we have Manisha Pandey, a very own award-winning journalist, Hello. who has just come into office. It's five in the evening. After Four. writing a piece. Okay. <laughs> And I Madhu Trihan, our editor in chief. Hi, Madhu. Hello. Who attended the Hindustan Times conclave this morning? How was it? Lovely. All right. Oh, great. how was P? You were there for the PM's speech. Yeah. Hmm. Chalo, excellent. Where he uh, was good. Was good. Did not speak about Gujarat at all. Spoke about the same things we've heard before. about swachh bharat and vikas and roundly insulted journalists and businessmen aur wo janew pehen ke aaye the maine check nahi kiya what did he say about journalists 
He was mocking. Mocking. Okay. That's standard. <laughs> and tomorrow's Obama session. You're going for that? Yes. You have to get a picture with him, Madhu. No, I can't be anyone's fan. I have an ego issue. Then don't go as... <laughs> I have ego problem. Okay, then go to him and say, aren't you Michael Jordan? Can I get a picture? <laughs> that I can do. I can be... I can be even worse. I can say, aren't you Michael Jackson? So I'm so ignorant, I don't even know that he's dead. See? So you can so all white. They all look alike. No, not Michael Jackson. <laughs> That's true. He was turned white. Wow. So. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, on that racist note, let's get on <laughs> to the rest of Hafta. We have a whole bunch of stuff to discuss. Lots happened in the country and overseas over the last week. You will get the panel's views on it. And today, for a change, the panel has three ladies and two gentlemen. At least one gentleman. I don't know if I'm a gentleman. <laughs> no, you're but not. No, I'm not. Mother and we're says. not ladies, we're women. Women. Oh, so here's what happened in the world. Myanmar and Bangladesh sign a deal for potential return of displaced Rohingya Muslims. I wonder what India has to say about that. Tibet wants to stay with China, seeks development, says spiritual leader Dalai Lama. How about that? I have something to say about that. Oh, really? Yeah. Tell me. Now? Okay, no. Let me go with it. But mm-hmm. we'll come to this first because I'm sure no one has, else has much to say on Tibet and China because there are too many other delicious topics we have to discuss. Mm-hmm. Militants killed 305 at a Sufi mosque in Egypt's deadliest terrorist attack. Uh, that was really shocking. Pakistan orders complete media blackout to prevent coverage of the crackdown that's happening there. Pakistan is going through turmoil yet again. And I can just suggest, by the same piece that I wrote about 14 years ago, you can reread it because it is relevant every five years. Musharraf calls himself the biggest supporter of Lashkar-e-Tayyab and Hafiz Saeed. Hadiyas. I know why he's bothering. He's not going to get votes in any case. He's not going to stand for election in any case. So why is he playing a vote bank? Because after so many days you've spoken about uh, about him on Hafta. Otherwise, when does he feature? <laughs> so he's just doing it for us to pay attention Chance to him. Dance. Hadia spoke, but who's listening? That was a lovely piece by Manisha. We're going Thank to discuss you. that issue, which economy is shocking. I, I, I don't know what this country is coming to. <laughs> That's a very strange statement to say. Why? I don't know what this country is coming to. It's a very uncle type thing. Right? I know. What are you saying? The country's <laughs> always been like this. <laughs> it's always on the cliff. It's always like about to self-destruct, but we never do. So why are you saying, I don't know what this country is coming to? The country's Sorry. always like this. So Harabuddin, <laughs> fake and counter case, CBI court bans media from reporting proceedings. This is something I'd like the panel's views on. And how can this now be rationalized for every case? Gujarat election and the Somnath temple and all the other stuff that's happening. Janayu Dhari, Gandiv Dhari, Gada Dhari, whatever <laughs> Dhari, Patani Kya Dhari. Uh, and uh, Padmavati passes the British censor test, but the MPs here are meeting with Prasun Joshi. So that's what these MPs are doing these days. And an unarmed BSF soldier home on leave killed by militants in Kashmir. Is this a new turn in how militancy in Kashmir is playing out? Five years of AAP, Arvind Kejriwal calls for united fight against AAP at an event which is marred by <laughs> Kumar Vishwas going at him on from the same stage. If we have time, we can discuss this. And I think uh, we won't have time to discuss Raj, uh, Lalu Prasad's Z plus security cover withdrawn, the Global Entrepreneur Summit. If someone has anything to say on that, please share your views. But Mota Mota Mane Apko Batadia. And we have a lot of emails. Dear subscribers, thank you so much. Apne Tisari emails likhiya. We are touched, even the ones that are scolding me. So, um, let me just start off with one quick mail, then we'll come straight to the guests. I'm just thinking about how the I'm going to say And it's not so polite, it'll be very bucky. So, I'll read one email, because our subscribers say that you don't always do it. This email is from Nirmal Nandkumar. 
Dear NL team, I will start with appreciating the fine work that the team is doing and I really enjoy listening to Hafta. I'm happy to be a subscriber of your team's work. Thank you, Nirmal. We are very happy you subscribed to us. Few points I want to make. Though I appreciate Abhinandan's passion for the topics discussed, I would appreciate if you can keep the cussing out. As a father of a young child, I can't always be alone or sit with an earphone listening to the podcast. So this limits me from catching up with the podcast while I'm driving home. This complaint has come too often for you to not pay attention to it. I now. will not use any curse words now. Thank promise. you. तो आप एक काम और कर सकते हैं दो वर्जन निकाल लें एक 18 plus और एक उससे छोटा. हमारे पास कम काम नहीं है. और ऐड कर दो. नहीं, I actually two emails have come regarding this, so I'm actually going to now not curse. I'll try my best, and if we do, आप उड़ा देना. शुभम, editing में, done. Okay, I am one of the persons who took up subscription once Hafta went behind the paywall. In my defense, I was still figuring out the ha- your work and wanted to have an idea about your team's biases before paying up. I find Hafta team quite balanced. I pay because I believe my knowledge improves after listening to Hafta and not for any altruistic reasons. I would like to request Madhu to play moderator when some of the discussions go on for too long, as she's the only person who seems who everyone seems to listen to and cracks the whip. This will allow more topics to be covered in the podcast. Yes. Although you know, let's be honest. You can't really discuss more than four issues in a. Yeah, but sometimes the... they go on too long. ठीक है. And uh, the final point that uh, Nirmal makes is why is the NL Sena contribution restricted to minimum of ten thousand rupees? I may not be ten thousand passionate on the topic pursued, but maybe one thousand or five thousand. Mm. So if the limit is brought down, uh, he'd like to contribute more. I'm in a thirties, living in Australia, with a cent-left popular uh, political leaning. Nirmal, thanks, Nirmal. Appreciate your subscription, and um, I will clean up my language. You will see today there will be no curse word in the entire hafta. How about that? On that note, Neha, why don't you start? You have seen what's making the news. Do you have a television? By the way, I, I meet a lot of journalists who don't own a TV these no, days. No, I, I watch television once in two months, but wow. I watch usually watch things on online. So yeah, not very. So um, out of all the you know newsworthy things that hmm. that are. Hogging headlines. Should we just start with the Gujarat election? Do you think that is something we can start with? Because a lot of things are yeah, connected absolutely. to that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the latest in the Gujarat election is yesterday there were three channels prime time debate. Kya Rahul Hindu hai? Apka kya kehna hai? Relevant hai? Is it you know politically in inevitable? Are we being too too about it? Because by it's an issue. So I think especially when it comes to Gujarat, we have to go back to. history a little bit because in gujarat spe- especially when you talk to common people they don't see any difference between bjp and congress it is soft hindutva and the other kind of hindutva usually that's how people interpret because lots of people from the congress have gone and joined bjp in the last say one decade and as far as and vice versa mr vaghela and like the co- this hmm. uh, statement came from surjewala saying that he is a janeudhari rahul gandhi is a janeudhari hindu hmm. all of that is also need uh, something that needs a context in the sense that it was indra gandhi who actually started getting all the uh, mat mathadish and all the sons on the stage hmm. so that that is the time where this kind of hindutva thing started you saying it's inevitable I am not saying it's inevitable I'm just saying that they also use it a number of times and which is why we have to look at it in that context and when it comes to Gujarat specifically because there is very thin line in in the kind of ideology that plays between BJP and Congress on the ground there is that so and the Congress is also trying to play that especially in the elections context and which is why it needs to be equally critiqued because sure Sushant now you have the 
यूनिक एंड डिफिकल्ट पोजिशन बींग इन टेलीविजन क्योंकि हम भी टेलीविजन में थे आपके जो एडिटर इन चीफ है दीपक जी फैक्ट उनको शायद पहली टेलीविजन नौकरी मधु ने दी थी और आई वॉज अ न्यूज़ ट्रैक वैन दीपक केम देर इज़ ऑलवेज द चैलेंज ऑफ क्योंकि टेलीविजन एक्सपेंसिव मीडियम आपको रेटिंग्स के बिना गुजारा है नहीं लेट्स बी ऑनेस्ट अबाउट आप ये नहीं बोल सकते जी हम तो अपना यू नो सुगम संगीत और शास्त्रीय संगीत बजाएंगे और शीला की जवानी नहीं बजाएंगे तो फिर आप घर ही चले जाइए तो लेकिन एट द सेम टाइम आप एक जर्नलिस्ट हैं तो वो भी एक यू नो अंदर से एक आग होती है जर्नलिस्ट की भाई थिंग्स दैट मैटर कल रात इंग्लिश चैनल्स पे तो तीन चैनल्स पे डिबेट था विल द कंट्री एवन नो वेदर द राहुल इज हिंदू और क्रिश्चियन और मनीषा क्रिटिक ऑन दिस वट नेहा सेड पोलिटिकली वोट सीकिंग में इनविटेबल है वो हिंदू मुस्लिम मठों को लेकिन न्यूज़ कवरेज में क्या इनविटेबल है ऐसी डिबेट्स को करना आपका यू नो एज ए जर्नलिस्ट एज ए जर्नलिस्ट मैं आपको बताऊं कि मेरा रात दस बजे एक शो जाता है प्रश्नकाल जिसमें हम सिर्फ न्यूज़ की बात करते हैं कोई राम रहीम नहीं और इस तरीके के टॉपिक्स जनरली अवॉइड करते हैं जब तक कि बहुत ज़रूरी ना हो जाए लेना तो कल हमने भी ये टॉपिक उठाया था उसकी एक बड़ी वजह यह है कि हमारे मुल्क में आप जितनी भी बात कर लीजिए कि विकास गुजरात में हुआ या नहीं हुआ आप देखिए मोदी कह रहे हैं कि 22 साल से वहाँ विकास हो रहा है लेकिन मोदी वहाँ जाते हैं तो इमोशनल कार्ड खेलते हैं कि उनके बेटे के साथ क्या हो गया नहीं होगा वो विकास की बात नहीं करते कांग्रेस वहाँ इकलौती विकल्प है लेकिन वो भी विकास नहीं हुआ इस पर फोकस करने के बजाय वो जातिगत समीकरण बैठाने लगती है अगर एक राज्य जहाँ बाईस साल से विकास नहीं हुआ है और आप ही इकलौते विकल्प हैं तो आप तो सीधा लीड में है आपको कुछ करना ही नहीं है आपको वो हार्दिक के पीछे भागने की जरूरत नहीं अल्पेश के पीछे भागने की जरूरत नहीं आपको जिग्नेश के पीछे भागने की जरूरत नहीं इसका मतलब ये है कि वो समाज इसी तरीके से बना हुआ है और ये पॉलिटिकल पार्टी समझती हैं तो अगर ये मुद्दा कांग्रेस भले ना बनाए लेकिन बीजेपी इसको मुद्दा बनाएगी और अगर ये मुद्दा बनता है तो लोगों के लिए जानना जरूरी है कि क्या राहुल गांधी को नॉन हिंदू बनाकर या ये 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 मुद्दा खड़ा करके क्या वाकई बीजेपी कोशिश कर रही है वोट पोलराइज करने की ये बताना भी हमारा काम है बट दैट इज हाउ यू अप्रोच द डिबेट इज योर डिबेट दैट इज दिस रेलिवेंट इशू फॉर द नहीं रेलिवेंट तो बिल्कुल नहीं इज द डिबेट लाइक चौबेजी भाई वो है क्या Rahul Gandhi's father Rajiv Gandhi's father was Feroz Gandhi who was a Zoroastrian. So Ra- Rajiv Gandhi is a Zoroastrian. Sonia Gandhi is a Catholic. So where does Hinduism come in? He's either Zoroastrian or he's a Catholic. But uh, he'll also acquire his mother's religion, no? Sorry? That's Sonia Gandhi. That's Sonia Gandhi, Gandhi. No. so he's Catholic. No, but And going back Indra Gandhi. Indra Gandhi. Grandmother's religion. No, but grandmother's religion. In in by patriarch law which is how it goes in Zoroastrianism. that the father's, the father's religion, religion is passed on to the son so rahul so rajiv gandhi is a zoroastrian the mother sonia is a catholic so how he can claim he's a hindu where does hinduism come in he's not a hindu point nahi lekin mera sawal ek hai ki agar wo hindu nahi hai तो क्या ये सोमनाथ के मंदिर के रजिस्टर से लोगों को पता चला नहीं, नहीं वो प्रतीक सिन्हा ने क्लैरिफाई किया वो तो हमेशा से did, नहीं थे ना नो प्रतीक सिन्हा ने ही डिड एन इन्वेस्टिगेशन ऑन इट ऑन ऑल्ट न्यूज एंड इट इज प्रिटी क्लियर व्हाट इट इज दैट द सिग्नेचर दैट हैज बीन फ्लोटेड बाय द बीजेपी इज अ फॉर्ज सिग्नेचर एंड द एक्चुअल सिग्नेचर इन द विजिटर्स बुक व्हिच हैज बीन कंपेयर्ड फोरेंसिकली टू हिज अदर सिग्नेचर्स प्रीवियसली दैट इज नॉट अ नॉन हिंदू थिंग दैट इज जस्ट वन रीजन दैट इज जस्ट अ सिग्नेचर दैट इज अ ब्यूटीफुल इंस्पिरेशन एंड दैट्स इट एंड हीज रिटन राहुल गांधी इन हिज ओन हैंडराइटिंग वो जो उनने फ्लोट किया था ट्विटर पर इज क्लियरली अ फॉर्जरी सो दैट दैट सोमनाथ थिंग इज इज जस्ट 
fake story floated. But they managed to make it an issue. See how they managed to make it an issue. But it goes to show that we really have to be careful on how we accept the news because you have been running a program on it based on the fact that you are accepting that this Twitter ka jo unne nikala hai, to ye keh rahe hain ki ye Hindu non-Hindu hai. But the fact it boils down to the fact that he is Zoroastrian or Catholic, and we don't know whether he practices either religion. We have not seen him worshiping. We haven't seen him in a havan, in an in a Hindu havan. We have not seen a marriage ceremony that he, or uh, any other ceremony that he's pa- participated in. No, no. Congress has shown photographs. In which he is Priyanka ki shadi mein jenevu pehen ke khade hain. ठीक है राजीव गांधी की अस्थियां चुन रहे हैं जो कि बहुत सारे राजीव गांधीज फ्यूनरल वॉज डन अकॉर्डिंग टू हिंदू रिचुअल्स कम्प्लीटली प्रियंकाज वेडिंग वॉज डन अकॉर्डिंग टू कश्मीरी हिंदू रिचुअल्स so i think they hmm. so then he is he could be a practicing anyway no but my point is that it is an issue because most journalists and on tv didn't do they do religions like madhu saying uh, economic times for suppose these guys reached out to the somnath authorities and asked them is signature uska hai nahi they said nahi hai also I mean, that's the simplest thing to do in that main aapko isme ek cheez jodna chahta hu jo visitor book mein likha hai wo rahul gandhi ne likha hai jo entry book hai wo rahul gandhi ne nahi likha okay so wo unke media manager ne likha the authorities said that it's only the visitors book where he wrote ha but the point is but what added to the confusion was also the congress spokesperson said ki rahul ne likha uske ek associate ne likha hai wo bhi they retracted sorry now you trying to say something no i'm just saying that also what is very i don't know if it's relevant to this conversation but like the somnath trust who are the trustees for the temple it's amit shah it's advani uh, and there's one more local oh, bjp person that's so they are the trust uh, they are the trustees so that con- that should also be looped in if you're having this conversation you know? yes. and in any case and does it matter yeah now that's the thing you know i no. personally think it doesn't but If it's a political issue, now we're talking about soft Hindutva. A, see, with the Congress, when you have to do something, when you have to beat someone who's way too big, like BJP is right now, or you know what the Arvind strategy, it's all or nothing. Either you bet the bank, or you fall flat on your face. You can't go midway. Digvijay Singh tried the soft Hindutva against Uma Bharati, if you remember, about 15 years ago. You know when the Rajasthan, Madhya Pradesh, and Delhi election happened together? I think this was 2004 or 5, if I'm not wrong. तो उस दौरान उमा भारती वॉज रियली प्लेइंग द हिंदू कार्ड एंड दिग्विजय सिंह ट्राइड टू प्ले द होल सॉफ्ट हिंदू था वॉट दे कॉल ही डिड सम अश्वमेध यज्ञ और सम घोड़े को भगाते हैं पता नहीं ऐसा कुछ ट्राई एंड इट फेल फ्लैट ऑन इट्स फेस एंड आफ्टर दैट ही हैड सेट ही वोट कंटेस्ट इन अदर इलेक्शन सो इट हैज़ नॉट वर्क इट इट्स जस्ट लाइक आई हैव अ फ्रेंड हु इज अ स्ट्रॉन्ग सपोर्टर ऑफ बी जे पी एंड वेन बी जे पी स्टार्ट बिकमिंग स्लाइटली सेक्युलर एंड डिसेंट ही गेट्स वेरी एंग्री आई सी डेट वॉट इज अ प्रॉब्लम He says that only Congress is working. So basically, uh, I mean, I think they should have bet that, dude, these are not issues, and either it works or right. it falls flat. My idea is that Congress is trapped in a trap. They have to press conference and give a picture of the certificate. There was no need for it. Because Rahul Gandhi, if he is Parsi, if he is Hindu, Muslim, Catholic, there is no difference. भाई इस देश में ऐसा कोई नियम तो है नहीं कि आप हिंदू होंगे तभी अगले प्रधानमंत्री बन सकते हैं आप किसी भी धर्म के वहां बन सकते हैं तो आपको अपना धर्म साबित करने की जरूरत क्यों उससे बताओ कितने लोगों का पेट भरेगा Times and Republic go one step forward in the hashtag they run 
you know hashtag uh, hindu like first they had church attacks whatever gujarat or some shit like that you know they'll have a hashtag i think they've gone so far that i have recommended this paper earlier it's a research paper written on the role of radio in the rwandan genocide when the hutus and tutsis uh, fought each other how radio played such an important role in the polarization and 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 you know mass media i am now without exaggerating and self-consciously saying times and republic are in that zone they mm-hmm. are actually doing stuff that would provoke a riot that's how far they've gone yeah the republic would, uh, was running the i would just add to that not just times and republic but also a lot of uh, local language news <coughs> newspapers have been doing that for a while they had a big role in the 2014 uh, 2013 muzaffarnagar riots they had a big role after uh, this when this uh, the anti dalit atrocities happened in saharanpur they have been doing this for a while and instigating this particular news also originated from a z gujarati journalist hmm. was first yeah. reported yeah. by a z gujarati journalist and then the it cell the right. bjp it yeah. cell yeah. Uh, kind of took it the mai bas ek choti si cheez jod raha tha ki itne saalon se aap log bhi elections dekh rahe hain hum log bhi cover kar rahe hain mujhe ye baat samajh mein nahi aati ki log twitter pe facebook pe mail karke patrakaron se ye kehte hain ki aap log ye issue uthaiye ye nahi hua wo nahi hua lekin jab chunav आता है तो कोई आदमी वहां खड़ा होकर जो यूपी चुनाव के वक्त गधों की बात हुई थी उसको जोड़ के लेके चला आता है आप उससे नहीं पूछते कि आप 22 साल की बात कीजिए या पिछले पांच साल की कर दीजिए या आप तीन साल की कर दीजिए जब से आप यहां गए हैं क्या हुआ है ये नहीं होता क्यों नहीं होता मुझे आज तक समझ में नहीं आया कि वोटर यह क्यों नहीं करता I I think there are theories on that but we'll move on to the global entrepreneur summit but before that I have a quick email this email is from Arihant Kumar Jain Dear sir madam your assurance to avoid indecent language and expletives in hafta episode 142 13th of october has fallen flat as mrs sekhri's tongue seems too slippery is a big issue i had yesterday renewed my subscription we like your discussions but shall be compelled to stop listening if use of expletives continues i shall not complain any further to you as i'm getting a feeling that people like you are not like us are not your target audience i am sorry but this is how we are okay arihant ji sorry yaar nahi nahi gali nahi dunga he is waiting for a mail from karni sena right nahi yaar ab theek hai i can i can express my anger in other ways it was good to have urmilesh ji in the discussion he moderates the ys program media bowl which i usually watch he as well as his panelists are invariably unduly critical of the government and the bjp <laughs> i was not surprised when he gave a wrong information that india's position in rsf ranking had worsened to 136 now in comparison to earlier ranking 132 in ups time i may correct him that in 2013 as well as 2014 india's ranking was 140 in 2015 16 17 it is a shade better at 136 133 136 respectively urmilesh ji's media bowl gives reflection on media the discussions are predictable as the these are only to denounce rightly or wrongly the government and the bjp and the funny thing is there is no counter view i don't know whether urmilesh ji will appreciate the discussion in al hafta where all types of opinions are brought on board issue by issue uh without taking anti or pro establishment stand thanks and regards arihant kumar jain mr jain thank you for email like i said i'll clean up my language um urmilesh ji was here last week and he's you know fantastic media commentator he's been on hafta a few times so i think this is about that maybe his show there has a one view what do you write for wire do you do you find that magar counter view times now or republic mein hai na counter view acha on a different platform correct so i think see as long as there's space for one a, a, a monolith on one side there should be space for monolith on the other side this subject has been discussed amongst us older journalists that 
uh, why has uh, the journalistic community become so polarized? It never used to be so. It was like uh, everyone belonged to a news orga organization. Within that news organization, there'd be many different perspectives and points of view. But now the organizations represent a particular point of view and, and it is polarized. And it is uh, causing concern to people who believe in just journalism, who do not want to belong to either side. Yeah, but um, I think in a sense, that was always the case. We just didn't acknowledge it in the sense that, you know, for the longest time... No, Nikut, uh, Abhinandan, today you're sounding like an old uncle <laughs> because everything is like it was always the case. No, it wasn't always the case. It wasn't so polarized as it is today because we didn't have channels like Republic exactly. and Times no, now. But television and makes it more dramatic. Yeah, just adding to what Madhu is saying that I think the only difference now is that it's becoming, mainstream media is becoming more and more corporatized and which is why there is this corporate political nexus, which is why stories do get killed all the time in newsrooms. Uh, reporters cannot publish lots of things now. Absolutely. And there is uh, that kind of embargo and which is why maybe people are forced into these, like these uh, have polars have been created sure. and people have been cornered. Because you need someone to, you know, save your ass because yeah, the public yeah, is, yeah. hell isn't going yeah, to by supporting yeah. your independent media. They'll still expect you to go to advertisers and then they'll whine about how bad media is. Wow. I hope you Mufat Khurza are listening. From a subtle <laughs> plea to like... Um, no, and also, then style. <laughs> my experience is that earlier uh, I would call up any news organization and say, I'd like to write an article on this. Would you be interested? And they'd say, yeah, do it. Or we've got one already on that. Can you do something else? So it would a very easy communication. Of late what I'm seeing, the same news organizations, I call them up and say, I want to write about this. We'll get back to you. Aapka slant kya hai? Kis what we'll get back hai? to you right. because they have been told that everything now has to be checked in terms of content, uh, angle, position, yeah. perspective before you give an okay. Hmm. That's, That's a change. And just one more point. I think what has also happened with this kind of media model is that there's more and more opinion journalism. Hmm. So if there is less ground reporting, then obviously if people are only writing opinion pieces, then they have some kind of slant and that's and what they're And you know, Neha, out. the surprising thing that I find <laughs> is that earlier uh, there used to be this thing that you grow into opinion journalism. Yeah, yeah. Like all the people you see as columnists today, even Tavleen, not, not even, but Tavleen, all these people who are writing columns now used to be on the ground reporters. Yeah. Out in the field, yeah. out in villages, out yeah. in the states, yeah. covering elections. And then you grow into becoming an op a columnist yeah. and opinion writer. Now I'm seeing, and I'm not saying necessarily it's a bad thing, mm. because a lot of young people are writing great columns. Mm. Mm. But they think that you can... Everyone thinks that. that I can write a column. Yeah. Yeah. I can write my opinion. I think it's a bad thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because I think it, in some sense, some of these col young columnists have to realize that you do have to learn the ground uh, groundwork, uh, learn from being on the ground. Absolutely. By learning from reporting on the ground. And then you understand perspectives differently. So when you come to the point where you have reached a level where you can write a column, you have the experience behind you of having been on the ground. But right now, it's like I can sit on my sofa and just write my opinion and in hell it's as valid as somebody who's put in uh, 48 years of journalism. Not quite. It's not the same. Yeah, but I think this is, uh, it's not just reporting from the ground. I, you know, even if you've been in tech or you've done something, you can write a column. I, I remember Sunil Mehra, I think, had written a review um, of Tara Deshpande, Ek Raat Ki Subha Nahi, Ek Film Aai Thi. She was this 
न्यू स्मिता पाटिल द थिंकिंग मैंस हीरोइन टाइप इट डिट लास्ट लॉन्ग तो 24 साल की उम्र में उन्होंने अपनी ऑटोबायोग्राफी लिख डाली तो उसमें एंड शी इज अ स्मार्ट गर्ल वेरी इंटेलिजेंट आई आई माइट साइन साउंड पेट नियरिंग लाइक एन अंकल एज मधु से या तो उस सुनील आई जरा बाब टू वर्ड्स मी तो सुनील ने लिखा था यू राइट वेल एंड यू रियली स्मार्ट बट यू हैवन लिव्ड लॉन्ग इनफ टू राइट अ बायोग्राफी व्हिच इज इट डज नॉट बी द रिपोर्ट ऑन द ग्राउंड एट द एज ऑफ यू नो लाइक यू आर टॉकिंग व्हेन द यंगस्टर्स हु कम एंड दे वांट टू स्टार्ट ओपिनियन पीसेस भाई आपने अभी जिंदगी कितनी जी आप अंडे से निकले कितना टाइम हुआ कि आपने जो हवा को चखा है कि भाई तो वो वेल आई डोंट नो इफ यू हैव लिव्ड अ लाइफ लाइक से रसल ब्रांड हु पैक्ड इन इनफ से हाउ डू यू हैव लिव्ड दैट लाइफ एग्जैक्टली और ट्रेवर नो और ट्रेवर नो द ट्रॉमेटिक लाइफ एंड राइजिंग अबव ऑल दोस चैलेंजेस लिखे मैं मान लूं नहीं मलाला ने लिखा है लेकिन दैट्स ओके आप डीपीएस से निकले फिर हिंदू कॉलेज गए फिर कमलानगर चले गए और बोले चलो यार अब जरा ओपिनियन लिखो यार तू गरीब है आई मीन दैट्स नॉट एक्सेप्टेबल दैट्स नॉट एक्सेप्टेबल इफ यू हैड अ रिमार्केबल लाइफ आई डोंट केयर हाउ ओल्ड और यंग यू आर इवन इफ इट्स 20 और 21 और व्हाटएवर इफ यू lived a remark- remarkable like Trevor Noah's uh, uh, bio- uh, autobiography and Russell Brand's i mean they're fabulous the writing the, as dramatic a- lives the poverty yeah. that they and from there to there you know in record time sure so uh, the global entrepreneur summit i'll just kick that off and then you know maybe you can come in um, you have a lovely voice by the way sushant thank you so much aap pehle voice over karte the मैं अभी भी करता हूँ अच्छा एक गाना हो जाए गाना गाना बहुत बेसुरा गाता हूँ अरे यार ये सबको भ्रम है कि मेरी आवाज अच्छी है तो मैं गाता अच्छा होगा अच्छा। लेकिन वो है नहीं मैंने सोचा अभी आप शुरू किया मैं और मेरी तन्हाई अक्सर ये बातें तुम होती नहीं, नहीं, नहीं। ये कहा Uh, or, or she was on on television on a panel saying it and I like her journalism deal with लाइक आनंद ऑल्सो वॉज वेरी एंग्री कि वो सऊदी अरेबिया क्यों गया मोदी जब उन्होंने अपनी औरतों को ये ड्राइव कर हिपोक्रेट की अपना बेटी बचाओ बेटी पढ़ा बोलते हैं ऐसे तो इंडिया में आने ही नहीं चाहिए किसी तो तो आप कुछ अब भाई अगर वो आई है एंड शी मतलब अगर आपको डोनाल्ड ट्रम्प के साथ जरा अच्छे संबंध बनाने हैं आपने उसकी बेटी को मक्खन लगाना है तो इट्स इट्स basic you know if she she will be given that star treatment but he will know what has been written about but what's wrong with the that? american media about ivanka's trip is that the state department pulled the rug out from under her refused to okay normally this uh, entrepreneur thing is attended by high level people from americans uh, from america from the state department the state department in this case cancelled everybody who uh, maybe they didn't ask or they were told but no one from the state department came with her तो उसको क्या फर्क पड़ा? Basically like तो मैं एक चीज जोड़ना चाहता हूँ क्योंकि बहुत सारे लोग ये बात बोल रहे हैं मैं थोड़ा रिसर्च कर रहा था तो मैं देख रहा था कि जो थीम है इस बार की वो है वेमेन फर्स्ट प्रॉस्पेरिटी फॉर ऑल ठीक है आप जो वेमेन एंटरप्रेन्योर हैं उनको आगे बढ़ा रहे हैं अब इवानका के बारे में अगर आप देखिएगा उन्होंने अपने पिता के बिजनेस को आगे बढ़ाया और काफ़ी सक्सेसफुली आगे बढ़ाया अपने भाइयों के साथ मिल फॉर्च्यून मैगजीन के प्रेस्टीजियस फोर्टी अंडर फोर्टी में वो दो में शामिल थी 2015 में वर्ल्ड इकोनॉमिक फोरम में यंग ग्लोबल लीडर के तौर पर शामिल हुई उनकी दो किताबें बेस्ट सेलर रही हैं 
2017 में टाइम्स मैगजीन के 100 मोस्ट इन्फ्लुएंशियल लोगों की लिस्ट में वो शामिल थी अब थोड़ी देर के लिए अगर आप भूल जाइए कि उनके उनका सरनेम क्या है तो क्या कोई एक महिला जो इतना कुछ हासिल कर रही है उसको एक ऐसे कार्यक्रम में जो कि वेमेन फर्स्ट कहता है वहाँ नहीं बुलाया जाना चाहिए और अगर बुला रहे हैं तो क्या सम्मान नहीं दिया जाना चाहिए मैं बस एक बात आपकी बात में ऐड करना चाहूँगी कि उनका सरनेम इसलिए इम्पॉर्टेंट है क्योंकि उन वो एक प्रिवलेज की पोजीशन से आई हैं वो जिस तरह की प्रिवलेज में बड़ी हुई हैं या जो उनका सरनेम है उसकी वजह से भी बहुत सारी चीज़ें वो अचीव कर पाई हैं जो बाकी लोग शायद नहीं कर पाए हैं उसी काबिलियत के साथ मुझे लगता है उसको दोनों को अलग नहीं करना चाहिए थोड़ा आप राहुल गांधी को देख लीजिए उनके नाम के साथ गांधी लगा है लेकिन उनकी पार्टी बार 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 हार रही है her products which were in many they department stores that. were stopped selling and she they had, had to, to close them down hmm. so she's also paid her price also what neha is saying about her being privileged fact is that i think we've discussed this before in her book she wrote her biggest deprivation was that they couldn't put out a lemonade stand because they lived in a mansion so it was like they suffered ke wo lemonade stand ni ni laga sake other kids on the street will put out a lemonade and charge 50 cents for a glass of lemonade or whatever so she yes she has come from a privileged background she has used it well to her advantage she has produced uh, you know as uh you're saying that you can be from a wealthy background but you can also do the same thing and have a flop of a business so she has been successful in her businesses her books are a bit strange to put it mildly but they have been best sellers because all kinds of strange books sell right. girls rule also girls rules also sells yeah but madhu so, you know i uh, you know manisha you can come in you can close this argument as a lady i i would disagree with you woman fark kya hota hai as a lady or woman mein look it up acha theek I thought lady woman is fine. Can't call me a girl. No, no lady, lady is more. Lady is more prissy. Yeah, like gentleman. It's it's less. The gentleman, the gentleman. Is, no, it's like gentleman. Like gentleman. No, a woman is of strength. That's woman is of strength. ठीक. तो मैं gentleman हूँ कि man हूँ. You're in between. Thanks, Madhu. Brauta. अच्छा, what I was saying was I disagree with you and Sushant. A, not being able to put up a lemon age stand is hardly deprivation, considering people. That's what I'm people, saying. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that's okay. Now, as far as um, two things, I just like to point out. One, uh, I highly urge everybody to see the international media coverage of this event if they think that. It became a big deal. Time magazine, up, read it. Up, Daily Beast, read it. What has made headlines the world over? is that dogs were culled and beggars and dogs were taken off the streets to beautify the city for her and everything was painted in rainbow colors to itni hyderabad ki wah wah you international press mein anyone who's under the misconception ki jo arnab bol rahe hain wohi duniya mein ho raha hai woh jhand ho raha hai kareeb 10000 log dekh rahe hain aur people were saying please come to our area so that our potholes can be fixed ha to ek to international media mein aise kar dusra her surname matters you know i'll tell you madhu and i have discussed this about 10 years ago and you're sitting in 2017 and saying gandhi name doesn't matter sir 5 years ago na it mattered more than modi has mattered all his life nahi main main ek cheez clarify kar do maine ye nahi kaha ki unka surname matter nahi karta main sirf ye keh raha hu ki thodi der ke liye usko hata ke pehle ye dekh lijiye theek hai she has accomplished main wo keh raha hu ki wo nahi hai ki sirf surname ki wajah se aa gayi na mera ye contention hai ki sirf surname ki wajah se hi aayi hai aap agar kisi gadhe ko bhi ferrari mein bitha dijiye wo ghodon ko hara dega No, so, and actually, uh, in the uh, White House, hmm. 
in the White House, there is a huge problem from the beginning when she moved to Washington, moved into the White House, was given a position without any accountability. Advisor. And that has created... But that is Trump's problem. What I'm talking no, about, why her coming here was no, a problem. this is part of this problem mm -hmm. because this has also been seen as a nepotistic position where she's been sent Absolutely. because of her nepot is, because is. of nepotism, not because she's earned it or not because she has an official position in the White House to represent Trump in any way. So she's an ambassador at large where he can send... Who he, he can send her anywhere. So there is a conflict, even in America, on whether she's entitled to do these things. And not just that. Now, here's the thing that I have a problem with. I think if she is who she is, I don't think any prime minister, be it Modi, Gandhi, Manmohan, have any choice but to makhan lagao her. That everybody would have to Say do. But on the other issue of is she an appropriate person for this, what you were talking about, Sushant, is if women is the issue, a woman, after what her father said, you know, the kind of things he said, 18 women have come out and make, made allegations. He's caught on tape making some very distasteful remarks. In another episode, I would have repeated them, but I'm being extra careful in this episode of grabbing women by various parts of the body. She could have come out and said, that sucks. That I would respect her. She could still hold that position. I, or She doesn't have to say my dad is a jackass. She can say, I think that is completely inappropriate and I condemn those remarks. formal tweet we She did not do that. Um, she has not taken up for women in a sense that would kind of put her on a pedestal. Also, secondly, many American secondly, women have written articles on this. And yeah. Madhu, exactly this. We were talking, she's not fought for women. Yeah. We were talking, I think, uh, just a few weeks ago. If you remember... This one was considered such a genius, na Vijay Malya? Not by me. Not by you. <laughs> exactly the point you're making. That when he's a genius, he's a genius. He inherited a brewery empire. I gave him an idea which he didn't take about 10 years ago. <laughs> and I said, you know, why don't you do... Jogging. No. no. <laughs> this is amazing actually. What a genius I am. <laughs> that maybe it was yeah, maybe more than 10 years ago when this cricket that Lalit Modi created did not exist and I told him why don't you create cricket teams like the football teams around the, the world and do it do cricket like that he said what do you know you're a woman he said no I'm going to invest in football I'm going to do this with football. I'm, I'm going to bring football to India. I'm going to create football. And sooner or later, this is what happened. But see, Nita Ben is doing that. Mukesh Ben, Nita Ben. No, he they are bringing everything to India. Even he invested in cricket. <laughs> no, but, no, but the point I'm making is that even... So I think all that we're saying that she is on her merit. And I'll tell you, there was about a few years ago, I was asked to speak at a... There's an organization called Young Entrepreneurs Association. Y-E-O-S-A, organization. It's quite a large, it's worldwide India ka apna chapter hai. Now it's not called YEO because none of them are young. It's called EO, Entrepreneur Organization. So they asked me to speak. So Most I went of and them I spoke. who are members are in inheritors. Now, I spoke. At the end of that, they had a dinner. So while talking to them, I said, so what entrepreneurship did you start? Achha, my family has all the land of half of Madhya Pradesh owned by us. So we have started 10 factories there, 15 there, and my father did this. I did not meet one entrepreneur. I met... Sons of industrialists. So entrepreneurship's brand ambassador should be an entrepreneur, should not be an inheritor of an industry. There I think she's a terrible choice. But uh, tell me, do you think uh, a summit like this is beneficial 
to young entrepreneurs who go there? Do you think like making contacts, networking, do you think it's worth it? If you manage to get in in the first place. I mean, right. it, all it of this depends also on networking, whether you can get into the conference in the first place or not. I think networking so, helps. Yeah, for Sorry, sure. Sushant, you were saying something, right? But an right? equal opportunity platform to network for everyone. Yeah, that's never going to happen. Yeah. No, I'm just, 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 उद्यम महिला उद्यमियों को आगे बढ़ाना चाहते हैं और किसी ने उस दिशा में काम किया है और अगर आकर अपना अनुभव किसी को बांट सकता है कि ठीक है थोड़ा प्रिवलेज में रही लेकिन उनको भी परेशानियां आई होंगी ऐसा नहीं कि नहीं आई होंगी तो किसी को बता सकती हैं कि भाई यहाँ ये हुआ नहीं हुआ तो वो एक है दूसरा जो आप बार बार कह रहे हैं कि मोदी जो है उनके आगे पीछे अगर घूम रहे थे एक व्यक्ति जो खड़े होकर जिसको चाइना और अमेरिका हिंदुस्तान से दिक्कत है कि वो नौकरियाँ ले जाते हैं उसकी बेटी को अगर आप बुलाकर यहाँ पर और थोड़ा अच्छा आव भगत करते हैं तो बहुत कुछ सेटल होता है वहाँ भी तो उस लिहाज से भारत के लिए ठीक है डिप्लोमेटिकली आप ठीक कह रहे हैं मगर फिर तो ये भी बात है ना अभी आजकल तो भारत का ये हाल है कि हमारे किसी भी पड़ोसी के साथ अच्छे रिश्ते नहीं है तो वो और किसी के संग तो नहीं करते हैं इस तरीके से ना ये भी तो अमेरिका लेकिन अंजला मर्कल स्लाइटली वो शी मस्ट गॉट एम्बेस्ड लेकिन उनको इतना डर नहीं है कि अगर ट्रंप हमसे गुस्सा हो गया क्या वो खड़ लेगा ऑल्सो इंडिया को तो बहुत कुछ उखाड़ लेगा ना वो मतलब हम वही है ना इंडिया इज अ क्लासिक जो देसी ब्यूरोक्रेट होता है ना मतलब अब जॉइंट सेक्रेटरी अगर आपसे डील कर रहा है आपको लगेगा कि मैं शायद कीड़े से थोड़ी श्रेणी मेरी लोअर है और सडनली अगर चीफ सेक्रेटरी वॉक्सिन और मिनिस्टर वॉक्सिन आपको लगेगा जॉइंट सेक्रेटरी की श्रेणी कीड़ी से थोड़ी कम है सो इट स्विंग्स फ्रॉम एरोगेंस to servility so that's very typical no, of indian my concern is that considering the bjp has spoken at length about encouraging entrepreneurship because of the lack of jobs and they have said that you know we can't provide jobs you have to get into entrepreneurship and women of course can do it but the thing is that women say of a background of privilege which i will humbly say i am because of my uh, whatever luck or misfortune or fortune of being born in that kind of a family for me to start a business is no comparison to somebody who's this daughter of uh, say somebody a, 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 a clerk or someone hmm, else sure. and for them to start a business is next to impossible because when you have a background of business and you have a confidence of a precedent and another woman of uh, say uh, one third my age starting a business from a poor family uh, she all she's seen is her parents being kicked in their teeth every time they try to stand up and comparing it to someone like ivanka ivanka trump or somebody who comes from my background who would start a business much more easily i think our concern should be is how do we get the facilities and enable these women right. to start those businesses sure, that the country needs and they need so to what my question was that when you have a summit like that how beneficial is it for indian women especially young indian women who want to start businesses and how can they be helped instead of holding up role models of say like i walk in and say okay i'll tell you how i started india today how i started new news track is infinitely easier for me than somebody 
who comes not from that background ptm dude i think that's a success so story that is much more isme bhi dekhiye media ka hai hum mein se koi baat nahi kar raha ki wahan 1500 entrepreneurs jo aaye hain unme se kon kon kya kar raha hai hamara sara focus ivanka pe modi kaise mile that is my concern that this kind of a summit could have been used for something so maybe doesn't that is actually supposed to actually beneficial for us as a country for women entrepreneurs if she came as a woman entrepreneur i think i would have visualized it differently if say bill gates or melinda came and they would have some kind of a vision that you know we can do this together first generation entrepreneurs right yeah, absolutely that we can do this together why don't we start this much like the kind of work that the gates foundation has done in this country if they had been part of it i think it would have moved a step forward to where to help actually help oh, young underprivileged women to see a focus of see a future or see a goal and give them the tools that okay you want to start this is what you do you go to a bank this is what they'll give you this is how to do right. they need workshops like that देखिए ये वैसे ही है जैसे रियलिटी शोज में कोई स्टार बनता है और रातों रात गायब हो जाता है वैसे ही इसकी चर्चा होगी लेकिन कितना फायदा होगा जो आप कह रही हैं वो पता नहीं है किसी को सो वील जस्ट मूव ऑन टू द नेक्स्ट बाय द वे इफ द एनी पर्टिकुलर थिंग दैट यू वांट टू टॉक अबाउट डू बिकॉज़ आई नो यू हैव टू लीव इन हाफ एन आवर सुशांत तो सो व्हेनेवर यू डू नीड जस्ट लेट अस नो आई जस्ट क्विकली रीड वन ईमेल दिस ईमेल कम्स फ्रॉम कौशिक देवरी Hi I'm Kaushik Devi from Guwahati Assam so yes on behalf of every Guwahati and I am sorry for the debacle called Arnab Goswami <laughs> so sweet I'm you're not a- responsible darling it's all right <laughs> it's okay there are lots of great journalists from Assam so I'm a research student in linguistics with academia Sinica Taiwan yaar aap log na jo phd wale jo hote hai aap jo jo likhte mujhe samajh nahi aata aadhi bhi so in case i'm messing up sorry but something fancy basically currently working on the Pura indigenous <laughs> languages of assam and arunachal pradesh in the last hafta abhinandan made an observation about how he faced severe difficulties working with people of up bihar and assam the apathetic nature of people of bihar and up is well documented and well known to the rest of the country neha is shaking her head we'll come to her after this maybe bihar se hu bhai maybe up se i'll tell you the context <laughs> but one needs to know that assam is the dark horse in com- competition people here are plain lethargic <laughs> as part of my research i'm required to make field trips interact and collect language samples to work on the grammar of the indigenous language speaking communities wow But what a wonderful job with a good monetary incentive it is damn difficult to make them work the afternoon nap after a hefty midday meal <laughs> is something they are not ready to trade with anything no matter what assam is self sufficient state with its own water body petroleum tea conducive conditions for agriculture present climate and what not how we managed to he's used the f word bhai mujhse mat bolna how we <laughs> managed to f up even then is something that beats me Most of the state's agricultural commodities, IT sector et al., are now owned by, owned and run by immigrants from other states, while local lads work in the firms as employees. We are collectively a lazy and visionless lot. Lacks of illegal Bangladeshi immigrants sneak in over the years, while we just choose to eat, nap, blab, repeat. The government is doing precious little to curtail this problem, as they see a vote bank in them. I am at my wits' end thinking about the possible reasons behind this extreme unwillingness to work and laziness. Is it the food? Were we historically so inactive, or is it the climate? I would like to know from the panel about their thoughts on this issue. <laughs> Lastly, I would like to thank News Laundry for existing. I have grown pragmatic and well-informed about stuff around me. Abhi Nandan, I see myself in you. Well-meaning, but a huge tinge of chew. He's used the chew word for me. Hmm. I'm just saying. Kali, मुझे लोग देते हैं मतलब आप कुछ नहीं बोल रहे इसको कौशिक दिवरी को. Atul Chaurasia's presence really enhances Hafta. His Tehrav is soothing as well-timed cover drive. 
हम ही अच्छे एनी वे खैर बेसिकली लास्ट वीक मैंने कहा अगर यूपी और बिहार वालों को फॉर्म भरनी भी आती होती ना वो भी बाहर ही चले जाते पढ़ने ऐसी नहीं है कि वो किसी बिकॉज दे आर स्टेइंग इन इंडिया बिकॉज दे वॉन्ट टू दे डोंट यू नो हाउ टू गेट टू साउदी टू बी अ नर्स एट दैट टाइम आई हैड सेट दैट आई यूज टू शूट ट्रैवल शोज ऑल ओवर द कंट्री एंड द मोस्ट डिफिकल्ट पार्ट वॉज वर्किंग इन यूपी बिहार and especially assam assam you can give them all the money you have in your wallet they will not work <laughs> no but abhinandan the people who come from assam to delhi for example they are yeah. great they work really hard so i don't know so uh, so thanks I for caution i think it's the rice yeah काम करा लीजिए उनसे बहुत काम करेंगे लेकिन आप पटना चले जाइए जहाँ का मैं हूँ और आप पैसा दे दे के थक जाइए वो काम नहीं करेंगे लेकिन पंजाब का सारा लेबर भी बिहार से है आपके खाने के लाले पड़े हुए हैं फिर भी आपका मतलब मैं ये बोल रहा हूँ कि अगर आप केरला जाके यू केरला एंड पोरेस्ट इफ दे आर वर्किंग ऑन समथिंग इन योर हाउस एंड देर इज अ डेडलाइन टू मीट दे लंच इज सैक्रोसैंक यू मील्स कैन बी सैक्रोसैंक बट एंड सीएसटा लंच एंड सीएसटा इन गोवा इज सैक्रोसैंक अभी भी है लाइक ओला जो स्टार्टेड इन लखनऊ आई एम फ्रॉम लखनऊ एंड माई मदर ट्राइड बुकिंग ओला एंड इट्स एट टू मिनट्स बट इट टुक थर्टी मिनट्स बिकॉज टैक्सी वाला था अरे पान खाने के लिए रुक गए थे अभी आ रहे हैं सो इट्स जस्ट लाइक द प्लेस इज लाइक दैट यू नो दैट्सेंट इन दाइफ नहीं करना उनको ज्यादा हार्ड वर्क So do we have the cities for that <laughs> people come here in slog and kill themselves over okay <laughs> and um i won't read out this letter but the anonymous who had written that letter uh, you know about which i he or she says i took it as south versus north and he has written a counter to my counter last time so we will publish it anonymous but the last time we published an anonymous letter you have to be able to reveal who you are uh, so he his is a rebuttal about he wasn't saying south indians are more evolved he was just saying that what i was saying was one dimensional and madhu what you were saying about karuna nidhi and mgr and all being stars and that's why getting elected so that was the point he's making so yeah so you can read his counter to us so sushant why don't you come in first because mm. you have to go early um this sohrabuddin case that you know is been there's a embargo gag because the court says it could be dangerous for the accused right that's what the court says because of the, all the reporting that's happened on the case so far i'm thinking it's a fallout of caravan story and in no no but but in the order the reason they've given mm-hmm. that the media shall not report it is safety to the accused theek hai ki bhai the accused will be unsafe but there are hundreds of cases yeah, like absolutely. that now right. i was just saying all the witnesses now i was just thinking 
yeah that was true for uh, the november uh, the december rape uh, yeah. 2012 yeah. of right. the yeah. boys here that's true for every single that's true for case, most right. cases that driver that, uh, poor jab who has not yeah. turned out was not even right so I, i i mean i don't know i will not kind of let the my last hope of institution in our country judiciary you know it's a very strange ruling it's is illogical it's just illogical can it be challenged it should be challenged by by the press because if if you go by that if he sets yeah, a precedent be, yeah. that means every case will be unreportable hmm. watch but don't write is what they've said and then you can't uh, and then it it questions that that means it puts aside accountability of lawyers of judges of everything that's happening if you can't say report the jessica lal case or what was happening to uh, so suddenly kanhaiya you can't report kanhaiya so lawyers are beating being uh, are beating up journalists you can't report that is opening up a can of worms you can't allow this i But really my concern is hafta mein aap dono sad rahe ho bahut achhi baat hai baaki media so raha hai kya how come this hasn't become a prime time debate ki bhai media will not be able to report on a case Shushant that kariye, had, kariye, had, had involved nahin, par had the involvement of the bjp Man. chief allegedly which he was i mean the case was involved whether he was involved in this thing or not but he was a part of that case at some point but you know the unfortunately one will have to repeat that that there is a corporate political nexus which is why some things are never debated on uh, mainstream television and um, the media not? doesn't even order they anyway don't want to report on this i'm sure most of them <laughs> <laughs> they are happy game <laughs> नहीं ये तो नहीं पता पर मुझे ऐसा लगता है कि हमारे देश में न्यायपालिका जो है वो हर दायरे से ऊपर हो गई है आप किसी चीज़ को उसके बारे में बोल नहीं सकते क्रिटिकल नहीं हो सकते क्योंकि भाई वो न्यायपालिका है उनका निर्णय है आप इस तरीके से नहीं बोल सकते आपने काम किया आपने काम किया है कई बार ऐसा होता है कि आप किसी चीज़ को लगता है कि ये तो बिल्कुल ही गलत कर दिया न्यायपालिका ने लेकिन आपके एडिटर इन चीफ या मैनेजिंग एडिटर ये कहेंगे कि नहीं यार देखिए मैं बार बार ये कहता हूँ जब अभी प्रद्युमन वाला केस हुआ मैंने तब भी ट्वीट किया फेसबुक पे लिखा सब जगह अपने बॉसेस से भी बात की कि क्यों जो बॉसेस हैं अलग अलग चैनल्स के वो ये नहीं कह देते कि जिसके बच्चे की मौत हुई उसकी माँ का कोई इंटरव्यू नहीं करेगा आप सोचिए आपके बच्चा मर जाए और कोई माइक आप बहुत सेंसिटिव हैं सब कुछ है लेकिन एक ही चीज़ बार बार आप बुलवा रहे हैं कि वो कैसा था कहाँ उठता था क्या याद आती है नहीं आती है लेकिन ये तब तक बंद नहीं होगा जब सब एक साथ बंद नहीं करेंगे पर वो कभी नहीं होगा वो तो होनी चाहिए एक ने कर लिया सुपर एक्सक्लूसिव जिसने एक ने कर लिया द होल तो वो कभी नहीं हो पाएगा तो जैसा आप कह रही हैं कि सब लोग करें कि भाई इस पर रिपोर्ट करें वो कभी नहीं हो पाएगा मुझे नहीं लगता journalistic community has divided now na so deeply into chamchas and activist journalists you have to look for the pure journalist but you know sushant apne bujula the judiciary has like i often am you know torn apart while i think there's serious problem with the collegium system how judges are appointed the fight that prashant is fighting i have a great respect for that fight although i had views about what he did two weeks ago um but at the same time you know when there's a vacuum created like this whole janlokpal movement and anand up 
they're not a bunch of geniuses right you know the, i was part of the jan lokpal movement as well there was a vacuum it seemed there's no one doing anything so whoever was there and they said these guys might do something you know jan lokpal kuch kar dega abhi kyunki logon ki apeksha political class se media se itni it's people say chalo judge ji kuch kar denge hmm. you know in a perfect world theoretically i think it is seriously problematic to have such a powerful judiciary because they're not in accountable every 5 years like you know aap kam se kam you can vote out uh, a modi or rahul kejriwal or jayalalitha mamta you can't vote out the judges but what do you do i mean that they filled in that vacuum and that is why i think they have this nahi lekin usme bhi ek daira cross ho gaya na ki aap dekhiye ab judges bataye ki aap film dekhne jaiyega to national anthem pe khade hoiyega ye aap se karenge i agree with judges bataye ki ek ladki judges bataye ki ek ladki kisi se shaadi karegi jaise hadia ke se hadia ke se let's move on to hadia ha bataiye ki usme wo bechari ladki 24 saal ki ladki matlab 24 saal ki ladki that whole story is unbelievable seriously and i must congratulate <laughs> manisha publicly <laughs> on the way she wrote the story as well as the language because actually legal reporting is written in such a way that nobody understands it you don't even understand what happened in court it just takes a journalist to go there and actually listen and report it the way it happened and what is going on this is the most ridiculous way mm. the way she was treated so when do you just tell our viewers Atli, who may have just, who may yeah. be living under a rock and don't know the case yeah, Atli, sankshipne uh, case even people da. not living under a rock have a lot of misconceptions about this case and we should actually clear it out this first and foremost this is not a case about love jihad it's not even a case about love it's about this girl who's born into this family uh, father's a staunch atheist mother's a staunch hindu uh, she's grown up seeing her father chide her you know mother often for her faith she's sort of grown up without faith so to speak because father's a very staunch atheist she meanwhile has troubles you know uh, growing up she clears her 12th after two times she clears her 12 she goes to this college where she makes muslim friends that's her first sort of introduction to faith you know if you read her reports her friends talk about how she tells her friends that it's better to have religion than have no faith at all she's taken in by islam she gets curious whether because it's the first time that she has she's made friends who sort of believe something and you know she's grown up in a mostly a faithless sort of an environment anyway she takes into islam she starts learning about islam she learns how to pray she's highly influenced she uh, tells uh, her father sort of gets into a panic mode when he realizes the certain see certain changes in her she refuses to be part of her grandfather's death ritual and uh, she goes to her college for the first time wearing a head scarf that's when the father gets really freaked out and he approaches the court and says forced conversion why she goes to the court and says there's no forced conversion i've done this on of my own accord the petition gets dismissed then again the father approaches the court and says that there's fear that she's going to be taken away to syria whatever and that she's being radicalized that's when she decides to marry she now has an urge to marry a muslim because she wants she doesn't want to go back to her family she wants a family or a support system of her own that can understand her faith so she marries this guy the court for some reason feels that this marriage should be annulled because they are right now discussing whether the parents should get custody of the girl or not because she's converted and if you really look at the case it seems like a case of a girl just rebelling against her family and the father wants control of her wants custody he filed a habeas corpus i don't know how you, how do you pronounce it? habeas corpus which is basically most subscribers <laughs> also don't know <laughs> basically which means that he wants custody of her if he wants custody of her he needs to prove that she's not thinking straight such a situation the supreme court then f- 
orders an NIA investigation. She's 24 years old. She's, she's 20. She's a woman. Yeah, so then she's, so she's the national investigation is investigating if it's love jihad. What is love there jihad? There is no love jihad. There's, she didn't do this for love. She converted before she met Even the man. Even if she did for love, what does this mean? Like love jihad is, is like anyway. the courts behaving like khap panchayats, you know? That exactly. you, you tell young people where they should be and how who they it's should spend their really. Throw this case and out. The NIA then so take back all that I said about the court. She's an adult, yeah. and they have no business to interfere in her life one way or the other. She can live her life any way she wants. And it was actually pathetic to see. I mean, this is the highest. This is the Supreme Court with the best legal minds or whatever. It was pathetic the proceedings. You saw these judges sitting there in front of her for one and a half hours. They're discussing whether she's worthy of being spoken to or not. It's a, in essence, it was basically discussing, does she have enough of a brain? Is she thinking straight for us to even indulge in a conversation with her? This after you've called the girl, the woman, all the way from Kerala to say what she wants to say. And then in like typical uncle fashion, instead of addressing what the issue is, you know, asking her, why did you convert? Or, you know, have you done this of your own accord? They're like, what are your hobbies, bitta? What do you like doing? <laughs> do you want to study? I mean, it's so paternalistic. She wanted to check whether she's a normal girl. And and she's exactly said this after to the media when she reached Salem that I asked the court for my freedom and I don't have it. I'm just curious, what were her hobbies? She said, I want to live life true to my faith. I want freedom. I mean, it's shocking, yeah. 25 लड़की कह रही है कि मैं अपने शौर के साथ रहना चाहती हूं अगर आप इस केस में एनआईए से जांच करा रहे हैं तो इसका दायरा कहां तय होगा कि कल को आप पे हो मुझ पे हो आप पर exactly. हो कि भाई सबके जांच होगी क्या नहीं वैसे ये जो चीजें हैं एक मैंने बहुत ही लोग मुझ पर हंसते हैं क्योंकि जब मैंने शादी करी अपनी शादी पे मैंने आर्टिकल लिख दिया क्योंकि हम कोशिश कर रहे थे स्पेशल मैरिज एक्ट में शादी करने की एंड वी डिडंट वांट टू डू एनी रिलीजियस थिंग एंड इन दैट कोर्स ऑफ दैट प्रोसीजर आई फिगर्ड that this is not something new like in on may 16 2014 the day modi became pm nothing to do with modi but in tamil nadu a girl a medical student was denied an examination hall ticket because she had gotten married to a, a muslim chap are you serious and these things ha- happen yeah. so frequently similarly another uh, couple had eloped in chandigarh and they went to the high court to get police protection and that's when the judge said ki the guy should have show fds for 2 lakh rupees to actually uh, be with the girl to prove that he's to worthy of he's worthy of can that. take care of that 2 lakh no in madhya pradesh i've heard that they yeah. often don't register uh, yeah. interfaith yeah. marriages they yeah. just refuse to so like, the problem is the other thing uh, the this interreligious thing is also a problem and why this love jihad theory has come in because in spite of the fact that we have a special marriage act where you don't need to necessarily convert and get married i know this case is not that but most of the cases it is so complicated that you do not give young people who are eloping who are forced to elope and who have a threat to their lives to get married without converting to anything because it's far more easier to do like convert to into Hinduism conversion and register marriage and than register, do a yeah. interfaith and in God. fact in, in the Saket court it's like there's a gold package there's a diamond package in which like all these uh, lawyers would say ki ye package hai isme witness bhi mil jayega aur the TV story karni chahiye it's a great story so uske liye 25000 rupaye lagenge witness aur 
was story on your marriage i did how tough was it for you guys no it was uh, interesting because humne kaha ki hame nahi karni hai to they were like why and my what religion uh, is your husband he's he's a uh, sikh but according to the Brr, yeah yeah to talli ho gaya dance karna khatam baat the problem was that the lawyer said there is sikh bhi hindu hi hote to he's like what about khalistan then so then the we tried explaining nahi nahi atheism agnosticism ye wo to said atheism mein to convert karne ka option nahi hai to ye nahi hoga so it was just forever then eventually we had to manufacture a problem saying we said ऐसे कर लीजिए हिंदू मैरिज एक्ट से घर वालों को भी नहीं पता चलेगा सो वी लाइक नहीं घर वाले आएंगे एंड देज लाइक फिर क्यों करनी है सो इवेंचुअली वी हैड टू से नहीं कोई प्रॉब्लम है घर में दैट्स व्हाई वी आर डूइंग दिस बट द थिंग इज दैट ईच टाइम देर इज अ स्पेशल मैरिज एक्ट थिंग नाउ द कोर्ट्स हैव सेड दैट यू डू नॉट नीड टू सेंड अ नोटिफिकेशन टू द पीपल हु हैव रजिस्टर्ड टू गेट मैरिड बट हमारे इतने सिंसियर ब्यूरोक्रैट्स हैं कि वो अभी तक भेजते हैं और वहाँ जब नोटिस नोटिस बाहर लग जाता है तो वहाँ पे बजरंग दल और ये सारे लोग आके पढ़ते हैं किससे शादी कर रहे हैं अंदर उन्होंने जो है अपने कॉन्टैक्ट्स बना रखे हैं और फटाक से फोन करके बता देते हैं कि ये हो रहा है ये हो रहा नहीं हो रहा है सो दिस इंटर रिलीजियस थिंग एंड इफ यू रियली वॉन्ट टू गेट रेड ऑफ इट यू हैव टू सिंप्लीफाई इट बट बिफोर वी गेट रेड ऑफ इट वी हैव टू क्रिएट प्रेशर टू गेट रेड ऑफ इट but the way this case has been handled both by the media and political parties is a political football love jihad now mm. rational people who you would ordinarily think rational are taking positions that it is she's forced to convert all these muslims do this all the time what i'm saying is that bacche to bacche baap re baap aapki public bhi itni gadhi type ho gayi hai ki padhe likhe log positions ye le rahe hain ki bhai नहीं इसको इन्वेस्टिगेशन होना चाहिए कि नहीं सॉरी आप कुछ बोल रहे जस्ट वन क्विक पॉइंट दैट इवन इफ शी इज इज ब्रेन वॉश सो टू स्पीक इवन शी इज बीन रेडिकलाइज और प्रोग्राम एंड दीज आर वर्ड्स यूज्ड फॉर हर इन द सुप्रीम कोर्ट व्हाट आई मीन देयर इज नो लॉ अगेंस्ट बीइंग रेडिकलाइज और बीइंग प्रोग्राम अनलेसेंटिल यू प्रूव दैट मैं तो इसीलिए मैं अभी तक सिंगल हूं 43 इयर्स की उम्र मेरा ऐसे मेरे दिल का कचूमर बना के रोज मुझे बुलाती थी वहाँ तू ये लेके फूल लेके फ्लार लेके हाँ फिर यहाँ मैं कहती कितना भागता रहता मैं भी ब्रेन वॉश हो गया था मैं मतलब पागल दीवाना हो गया था लेकिन किसी कोर्ट किसी कोर्ट ने मेरी तो नहीं कोर्ट कांड से कि नहीं आप यू नॉट थिंकिंग स्ट्रेट राष्ट्र सेविका समिति के कैंप में गई थी जो आर एस एस का वेमेंस विंग है तो उस कैंप में वो बाकायदा प्रचारिका बाकियों को बता रही थी कि लव जिहाद में एक तो वो मतलब लड़कियां इस देश की इतनी बेवकूफ हैं कि चश्मा और बाइक और फोन देखकर पागल हो जाती हैं ऐसा वो समझते हैं तो लड़के मुसलमान लड़के चश्मा और बाइक और अच्छी फोन लेकर आते हैं और अगर वो ब्राह्मण लड़की को भगाते हैं तो ना दो लाख रुपए मिलते हैं राजपूत लड़की को भगाते हैं तो डेढ़ लाख रुपए मिलते हैं बनिया लड़की को भगाते हैं तो एक लाख मिलते हैं और बाकी अगर आप किसी और कास्ट से हैं तो फिर आपकी कोई हाँ सुशांत दो चीज मैं जोड़ रहा था एक तो राजनीतिक पार्टियां क्यों कर रही हैं ये बहुत क्लियर है देखिए आप बीजेपी कांग्रेस में बहुत सारे ऐसे नेता हैं जिन्होंने अपने धर्म से अलग जाकर शादी की है तो उनका लव जिहाद नहीं है लेकिन ये वाला लव जिहाद हो जाता है उसमें एक पॉइंट जो आप कह रही थी कि उनको उसको लड़की को प्रोग्राम कर दिया गया देखिए इसमें भी पोलिटिकल पार्टीज का खेल देखिए यहाँ लड़की प्रोग्राम हो गई है उसका दिमाग डी प्रोग्राम नहीं हो सकता या जो भी उसका शब्द हो कि वो प्रोग्राम हट नहीं सकता लेकिन एक आतंकवादी जम्मू कश्मीर में सरेंडर करता है जो कि फुटबॉल प्लेयर था करेक्ट और वो इतना बड़ा जिहादी बन चुका था प्रोग्राम किया जा चुका था लेकिन वो डी प्रोग्राम हो सकता है 
और आप उसको चूंकि आपको ये बताना है कि देखिए हम कैसे आतंकियों को भी जगह दे रहे हैं आप उसको फुटबॉल खेलने के लिए भेजने के लिए बात करते हैं तो ये होता है दूसरी चीज़ मैं एक जोड़ना चाहता हूँ कि हमारे धर्म जो हैं वो इतने कमज़ोर नहीं हैं कि छोटी छोटी चीज़ से चाहे वो इस्लाम हो चाहे हिंदुज़म हो कि छोटी छोटी चीज़ से आपका धर्म खतरे में पड़ जाएगा एग्जैक्टली exactly. एक फिल्म बन जाएगी तो आपका धर्म खतरे में पड़ जाएगा इंडियन स्टेट is deeply misogynist and patriarchal in its approach mm. and the judges the judiciary the cops everybody responsible to secure the fundamental right of a woman they behave in a very misogynist absolutely, absolutely. the judges i mean it took indra jaising to say that you know a woman has an agency yes. let the woman speak mm. and the judges are like but this is not about gender justice it's like hello this has got everything to do with gender justice mm. like Um so now let's I'll just quickly read this one short email and then we can move on to the That's next That's actually subject. more a statement on Indira Jaising because whenever she opens her mouth they think she's talking about gender justice even when she's not. Yeah. Exactly and I think I think there is a subtle way in which she's kind of looked down at by mm. the judges. No wo to uska wo to har cheez mein gender wo wo to feminist hai wo to usi pe karti but listen. Yeah. They don't listen. Hmm. So this mujhe jana hoga. Okay. और इसी पॉइंट नोट पे मुझे चूंकि कहा गया था कि आप लोग लास्ट में एक किताब हाँ, एक रेकमेंडेशन रेकमेंडेशन तो चूंकि हम बात कर रहे थे इसकी तो दिनकर साहब ने एक बड़ी अच्छी किताब लिखी है संस्कृति के चार अध्याय अच्छा ठीक है मुझे लगता है इतना इस देश में हिंदुज़म इस्लाम ये देश किसका है नहीं है ये वो बहस हो रही है सबको एक बार पढ़ना चाहिए बहुत रिसर्च की उन्होंने और वो खुद किताब में लिखते हैं कि भाई मैं इतिहास का जानकार नहीं हूँ लेकिन मैंने पूरी रिसर्च की और उसके बाद बैठ के कई सालों में ये किताब लिखी है जिसमें वो बताते हैं कि हिंदुस्तान दरअसल है क्या उसमें चार अध्याय उन्होंने बताए जो मेजर पॉइंट्स उन्होंने माने हैं कि जब आर आए तो उन्होंने एक अध्याय माना फिर उन्होंने कहा कि जब बुद्धिज़म और जैनिज़म आया तब उन्होंने एक अध्याय माना कि उसके बाद इंडिया का क्या हुआ किस तरीके से हुआ फिर जब इस्लाम आया उसके बाद क्या हुआ और लास्ट में उन्होंने जब अंग्रेज़ आए तो वहाँ से फिर पूरी बात बताइए तो लोगों को वो पढ़ना चाहिए मेरे ख्याल से बहुत सारे मिसकनसेप्शन लोगों के दिमाग से ख़त्म होंगे और जो ये सोशल मीडिया फैलाता रहता है कि ये हुआ था और वो हुआ था वो किताब तो ठीक है लेकिन इसको आप एक ट्वीट में इसका नचोड़ निकाल सकते हैं आजकल ट्वीट पढ़ने का टाइम है किताब का नहीं थैंक यू सो मच सो वॉट इज द बुक अगेन संस्कृति के चार ठीक है Also quickly I'll just read this short email uh, there's no name to this our producer wonderful producer Shubham but it's a very short email it says first of all thank you for starting the trend of independent online news media you're one of the few that I know I can rely upon for real news second I have some suggestions that I think might help you wrote an article about how the media covered the Jaisha so story it helped me a lot in deciding my news sources I think you should write an article about which news organizations didn't cover the J- Justice Lawyer story and the ones who did with what angle When I was buying a second subscription I found out that you guys actually have a paywall and call the non-subscribers Mufat Khors. I think getting exclusive content cheapens my contribution to your cause. You should poll the subscribers and if they feel the same then you should take down the paywall. Of course the paywall keeps you afloat then you should definitely keep it up. I think you should definitely stop calling non-subscribers Mufat Khors. I think it might piss them off and reduce the chance of them subscribing. If these suggestions aren't useful feel free to flush them down the toilet. Keep doing what you're doing and never give up. Thank you so much sir. very touched by your email but like i say if the mufat khors don't have the gall to listen to that word then they should just subscribe why should we apologize <laughs> anyway moving on manisha what would you like to talk about 
is there anything you want to neha is there any specific issue you want to can i pick no i just wanted to talk about this hadia case more okay. because the thing is that it's just increasing every single day hmm. and the fact that i mean it's it's i don't know how politically politically correct it is to say but the fact is that the number of honor killings or resistance to intercaste or interreligious marriage because it is increasing also shows that more and more young people are asserting themselves and making their choices sure. so, so which is why has that context yeah, yeah so there has to be a political will to acknowledge it and because it's so sectarian and so communal like you were talking about love jihad in west up a counter thing started which was called hindu dharma yudh so the muslim clerics started saying that hindu boys are taking away the muslim women so the the thing is that in this whole conversation or this debate the agency of the woman is hardly like taken into account and like i said because the indian state is also deeply misogynist and patriarchal and everything is designed for a man you know the the citizen is a man in the mm. way things are put so this is something which is being used more and more this was used in the muzaffarnagar riot then it translated into the 2014 uh, general elections and it still continues and we are and not talking about it interesting it has variations so in tamil nadu where you have uh, you don't have a hindu muslim sort of uh, Uh, clash so to speak but you have an obc dalit uh, clash where a lot of dalit men are marrying obc women so you have a version that dalit men wear sneakers uh, you know cool clothes to look like obcs and who are obc girls are upper whatever obcs are not upper caste but they kind of have the same speaking, yeah hmm. in tamil nadu they are they are the new brahmins so you have the same version where a woman is going for this man because she's just been fooled into believing that he's her caste or he's her religion Hmm. and uh, of course it's political but in hadia's case what's shocking is it's not even that and more than patriarchy it's also this islamophobia absolutely that's because yeah, you yeah, feel yeah. that if she's converting to islam it has to be because she wants to go to isis next no, but and i also want to point out like if you remember the priyanka rizwanur case in west bengal hmm. when eventually rizwanur uh, was found dead on the train tracks yeah. and in kerala both of them have left governments and in spite of that this is coming up so while we say that some parties are playing communal politics what are the politic what are the political parties in power who claim no uh, affiliation to religion why are they encouraging this and why are they failing people although in rizwan i think the financial angle also would be yeah. a major because yeah. you know that was a hoisery owner or something yes. no? they used yeah. to make jangheer banaya yeah. but think of it who would think that so many indian men are so charming that you know from because when i close my eyes so can i picture a typical indian man what's he doing he's making adjustment in his underwear that's what he's doing because that's my <laughs> defining image of the indian to walk out <laughs> so that, so I, i mean that they've become so charming and that the hindus are going the muslim the muslims are going the hindus and the dalits are going the obcs i'm like dudes you know you obviously have you got your charm on you got the game going And, and I think it's the RSS that last week said that uh, Muslims stop doing that. We're going to send Bajrang Dal boys to Muslims. Yeah, yeah, I saw. <laughs> and I was like, who was going to come to you anyway? <laughs> yeah. No, but wow. sorry, one thing that I want to point out: Hadia said that during this phase, when her marriage has been annulled and all that, they tried to get her to reconvert by yeah, doing yeah, some yeah. shuddhi and and some yoga guys also yeah. came. So, now yeah. that I found that, what do you call it? Bayan, that testimony of hers, shocking. Yeah. had anything even close happened for an islam you know someone trying to re- like our channels would have said that this person is being ready to see the isis 
मेघना and we have another email by by ujwal we have three very long emails we should put these out because they are making some very important points the email by meghna is about basically since the beginning of time we have been slicing up the country across center north south so she is talking about our debate about north versus south so she said that where does goa fall it's just a collection of beaches and booze shacks strung together and kashmir kashmir is kashmir not north india kashmir is the cool rebellious cousin we have that no one can decide what to do with it So similarly, Punjab is an uncle who is very global and proud and loud and currently smoking a bit too much. We have conveniently coined the word North East and Seven Sisters to show solidarity to those people who kind of look all alike, showing that we care about their exotic land and we frankly are interested in knowing. So it's a really great email. I think this should go as an article. Meghna, thank you for this. So do please read her piece. She's kind of broken the country up into what each of uh, how we perceive each, and I think it's very clever. So. um i just want to quickly wind up with this um one issue which is the unarmed bsf soldier who was home on leave and killed by militants in kashmir this is the second time this happened where third i think because we discussed it earlier you know yeah, in the militancy when, when news strike was true, wedding, yeah. it was while in the, the 90s um the 80s the conflict was way more than it is right now you know Srinagar guys would walk around with AK forty six, forty sevens, and AK fifty six, and you couldn't do jack. I don't know AK fifty six. That was hot. Thinking forty seven, that was packa hot. Now it's not that, but even at that time, you would not be killed in your home, like because the cops are from there only, right? It's not the cops are only the army is like you know the Rajputana rifles are over there, or you know some from Punjab or Kerala is in Kashmir, but police or the other forces are this, there. Now getting into their homes, threatening families, killing them while they're on leave. This is a new phenomena, and I'm just wondering why is it? A, it was it inevitable sign of the times, or is there some other, you know, deeper reason why? My this guess happened? is it's a sign of the times in the sense like, if um, the old Italian mafia that operated in America, they had rules, ground rules. You never killed a man in front of his family. You never touched his family. You never killed their children. You never touched their wives. It was just man to man, and then um, a lot of Colombian and different uh, mafia broke in, and all rules just swung out of the window. Then it was like anything family, was children, everything was game. And I think this is also uh, exactly what you said—a sign of the times that I think has gotten worse. I think the kind of um, stakes that are being played by Pakistan and ISIS are much higher. More money is coming in, and there's more brutality. It's as simple as that. Neha, what what do you think it is? No, I, I, it's also a sign of like Madhu was saying. It's also a sign of desperation because there's so much happening on the ground, and everybody has to prove how radical they are or how 
radical they aren't to show their solidarity with a certain group and which is why this has come to a point where there are no rules nothing is observed any longer hmm manisha i don't know if i don't know if it's new um, it is new in kashmir i mean out of the other places I've, but i've read like a lot of piece back in the 90s where there were journalists in kashmir who took uh, who didn't necessarily go against that uh, when go, went against the state in the whole question of independence who were murdered shot dead own kashmiri people who were Oh, no alpana went and uh, interviewed no, uh, kashmiri but kashmiri journalist not uh, standing up for f- kashmiri no, freedom we are talking about we are talking about a man who's off duty hmm. going home for a wedding or sitting at home with his family that is breaking an unwritten law hmm. journalist being killed and all that is different that has happened since the 90s that somebody who doesn't toe the line say in uh, it, it happened for kashmiri, kashmiri doordarshan people yeah, were killed yeah, over yeah, there yeah, so all that happened yes but we're talking about breaking and it's almost like an emotional unwritten law hmm. that you don't do this when they're with their families they're off duty so if they're fighting against you across the man to man woman to woman or woman to man Yes, but this is an unarmed man who's off duty, sitting mm. with his family. That is new. Not mm. and not just that. I think also um, it has to do with. Uh, and when I was doing my podcast on Kashmir, uh, I, I realized um, the most of the cases, you know, whether it was uh, S R Batul, you know, they are part of a case. All of them are against Rajputana rifles, against some other army unit. Although they have been recorded atrocities by local policemen. the local kashmiris when they go to court they go to court against the army not not against so there is what you're talking about which is now breaking okay i want to discuss this last thing uh, after which by the way today's song is very interesting it goes out to all these people who are going to somnath temple yevo i have my own little somnath temple story maybe i'll tell that in the end the tweets of donald trump i don't know if you people are aware of what he's done it's unbelievable <laughs> i this thought is, that he, he you think that he can't surpass this yeah. and then he surpasses himself every two days the thing is you know that, can you imagine how the prime minister of england had to respond to him to tell him that you're being a racist so those of you who don't know he's retweeted someone called jeda fransen who belongs to something called britain first all these britain first germany first india first our gorav savant it seems all these loonies always have first is the same they the countries keep changing because I, somehow they think that is nationalism of course they don't see how anyway forget that she couldn't get over the fact that the president of, india, of usa has tweeted her so she was saying oh i've been tweeted by and of course the follow count went up and a guy who's usually always kissing the i mean he is if sohail said had a brain he'd be piers morgan so you know just generally being provocative for nonsensical reasons for nothing sucking up to establishment but yet sometimes being cool but he's annoying like that even he has written a piece condemning trump who he's been backing all this time so trump retweeted these three videos which are unverified videos of one you know a blonde guy being beaten up by a guy with black hair he's saying muslims are beating up a dutch man on crutches then one of this guy with a beard obviously muslim guy breaking a statue of mother mary and one of a ghastly video of a bunch of men throwing one boy off a roof and killing him and he just retweeted these and says islamist mob pushes teenager boy off roof these are unverified this is the mm-hmm. president of the united states muslim destroys that so me has to say dude what are you doing he tweets back why don't you mind your own business we are doing just fine thank you 
I'll just read. In fact, I didn't. Ha- I didn't know this. Teresa May exchange. Yes, so Teresa May castigated him. She says his invitation to England stands, but we must ta- clarify this. And and she told him, ticked him off. And this is what he says. Teresa May, don't focus on me. Focus on the destructive, radical Islamic terrorism that is taking place within the United Kingdom. We are doing just fine. Oh God! Can you wow. imagine? This is the president of the United States of America. Now my <laughs> point is this. I have a lot of friends from the US who were hardcore Obama supporters and liberals when they were there. They came to India in 2013-14 and now they are hardcore Modi supporters. And things that would upset them so much when they were in New York on Wall Street that we treat like this, like that, you cannot open your mouth about this, like that, like that. Now, when you are young, I say, when you look at the eyes, you don't have to be afraid of it. You have to be like that. I mean, 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 I did anyone think and this is what I want to say this is what Donald Trump is if anyone thought anything else you were fooling yourself and trying to get social sanction for supporting a bigot and this is the base of Modi and those of you who give it this veneer of development must know this the reality of that who you follow you can dress it up any way you want but this is who they cater to. But Modi doesn't tweet like this. He doesn't tweet like this, but Modi, he does but other he stuff. But if he had, then I'm sure we'd have a lot of people retweeting But that's imagination. Him. A lot of journalists would no, have I'm not saying exactly tweet. I'm just saying you should know who your leader caters to, what his base is, what he believes. We don't have Modi. We have his uh, army. On, that's what I'm online, saying. It's a false comparison army. because Modi is very careful since he got elected. Mm-hmm. Other people might be doing his own. People might be Bidding. doing whatever. Tijindar but Baka. he has been dignified. Hmm. His tweets are always statesmanlike. Sure. He's never done what but Donald Trump is doing. No, whatever. I'm saying that it's a wrong comparison on because we're talking about Donald Trump's tweeting. Hmm. And his tweeting is beyond the pale on what he's doing. And in fact, some journalists had written that after the Paris summit that Donald Trump has done what most people thought un achievable, which is that he's actually downgraded the United States of America in the eyes of the world. Hmm. And he's continuing to do so. And he's demeaning the the office of the presidency by doing this. Or should we say presidency as he spells it? It's a very sad situation, really. Now I've reached a state of grief. Before it was laughter. But I'm just saying we're in an age where bigotry has social sanction. That's the first. Uh, Neha, you have any views on this? I wrote a piece on this years ago when Donald Trump first became uh, president saying that he has made it cool to be racist oh, it's acceptable to, hmm. one year ago it's 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 acceptable to be racist and i think he's showing his true colors eventually but i think to to tweet out unverified videos it's beyond the pale that he doesn't even have somebody to filter him and he hasn't deleted them yet i don't think yeah i think he just does his own tweets i don't of think there's anyone does. else that filters i was fascinated with this exchange with cnn hmm where he they haven't come and he says good yeah. you don't come for our yeah and this CNN actually shot back and said it's not yeah. our job to represent yeah, United States of America oh that's one alright yeah. oh, yeah. okay. yeah. yeah. they, ha- they said that you won't attend your Christmas dinner he says my suspicion well. is that Rahul Gandhi's tweets are filtered now yes and they're checked and they look like they've been you know vetted whereas Donald Trump does not have anyone vetting his tweets so um, please keep your recommendations handy um I would like to end this song. I can tell you what it means after you've heard it. But this goes out to everyone 
from Rahul to all other political leaders and Modi ji who go to temples and all that, thinking that this is going to kind of do something for them. And especially those who keep talking about fighting the enemy who's out there, whether it is the Naxal, whether it is the Pakistani, whether it's the anti-national. Do listen to this if you have the time. so on that note um what is your recommendation but before i'll just tell our listeners what that means Uh, the lyrics are i think pretty self explanatory pad pad ilm hazar kitaban kadi apne aap nu padhya nahi jaja vadde mandir masiti kadi man apne vich vadhya nahi aime ladda shaitan de naal bandya kadi nafs apne lal ladya nahi nafs is ego aankhe peer bulle shaas mani phadna hai jehda man vich vasda onnu phadya nahi so yeah think about that next time go to the temple dudes uh yes neha what is your recommendation for our listeners for the week uh book recommendation right uh, it could be book film article anything so i just uh, this dina wadia passed away a few weeks back and got very intrigued and i read uh, mr and mrs jinnah by sheila reddy mm-hmm. it was quite fascinating because uh, the so it's about how uh, rati petit and uh, jinnah got married and that whole the nine years they spent together but it was very interesting because Uh, it was very relevant to the present context because it was an inter-religious marriage, and uh, Rati Petit was very good friends with uh, Sarojini Naidu, who was one of the f- uh, in those times hers was the rare inter-caste marriage. So all the young people in that era would go to Sarojini Naidu and seek advice, love love, the rebel, love the life, rebel. and all of that. And then how Rati Petit and Jinnah had the same problem. And I think it's very relevant to the Hadia, Hadia case also. So it was quite interesting. Full Pesa Vasool book. And a lovely was, yeah. statement when uh, she told her father that she's going to marry Wadia, mm. and he said that out all the out of all the millions of Muslim men that are in India, why do you have to go for a Parsi? So she said to him, out of all the Muslim women. that were available in india why did you go for my parsi mother nice hmm your recommendation manisha um so uh, a documentary by rohini mohan in news minute on amravati um and uh, a piece in indian express on hadia uh, her journey from being akhila to hadia It's interesting read okay madhu um i have a interesting one it's called the end of the social era can't come soon enough and it's by nick bolton it's about how people are now losing interest and there is a fading interest 
in uh, the Twitter, uh, on being on Twitter and Facebook and other social media and how people are actually switching off it and going on it like once a month mm. or once a I'm week. I'm one of those people. And as my engagement with Twitter has really gone down. No, I find that it's not conducive to learning anything. It's not conducive to new information. It's not conducive to anything. It's I find just people entertaining themselves by abusing each other and putting them in categories and all that is not helping anyone. It doesn't help me in any way. I'm not mm. contributing in any way. So, and there's a very interesting um, uh, start to the thing where he says that how will people view us, say, a hundred years from now? Say, when we view people a hundred years in the 19th century in America, we think that they are sitting in dusty saloons with moonshine whiskey and a piano player. He says that's not really what it was because it was. Uh, really bad times where opium and cocaine were given to children when they were teething, they were called cocaine tooth, toothache drops, and wow. there were all kinds of disastrous things being done at that time, which are now looked at as very destructive to women, to children, to all kinds of, you know, the, the lifestyle. And he predicts that when we are looked at, at this period when people are looking at it a hundred years trolls. ago, we will be the people who just were he discusses his analysis of how we'll be seen as really foolish, useless people wasting our time doing things which were not productive. It's like Madhu, that film Shatranj Ke Khiladi or that short yes. film. It's like that. People are busy with Shatranj. Something's mm. happen, happening on social uh, media and not really caring. And that it. film, in fact, yeah, I saw yeah, it recently. Yeah. Maybe you were there yeah, yeah, yeah. At the, in the auditorium right. when they showed it. It was... Uh, this is, I think it's a, it's an article worth reading because it does bring today's times into some perspective. All the recommendations are the links below so you guys can check it out. And also one article that I read, um, I think it's, it's on The Guardian, uh, on um, a fake, uh, a story that was carried um, about a, a fake embassy, the United States embassy in Accra. And it was carried all over the world, this story by uh, Reuters and everyone else. And this guy then investigates on the truth of that story. It's worth reading. Okay, I have two recommendations. One is, it's open source. It's actually not um, political. It's on food. And if you would see me, you'd be struck that I'm doing a food recommendation. I'm not really fond of food, but I find found it really fascinating because I made a few food shows over seven years. I traveled all over the country and it was called Highway on My Plate and then we also did a show called Twist of Taste with Vineet Bhatia. And then I did a bunch of other food shows. So I remember when I had gone to this place called Sendada in Rajasthan and it was back of beyond. We had to go there to get Dahi Bhalla. And I was like, dude, really 140 kilometers of Dahi Bhalla, how fancy can a Dahi Bhalla be? Now the, it was this little shack at the... He says, so that guy asked me in Hindi, he says, do you ever ask about Scotch whiskey? Scotland se aap he says, when we come to Delhi, we stall jab They used to win the best Dahi Bhalla contest. There used to be a food festival in Pragati Maidan. They used to get their own cow, their own grass, their own water, their own oil. And he says, yet it can't be. So this kind of podcast explains, he says, when you eat something, you are not tasting that thing. You're tasting the environment it, it, it grew in, whether it's a cherry, whether it's a strawberry. So everything that goes into it from the air to the water, if it's a milk product, what is that cow eating? It's it's fascinating, the future of food, how to make it more delicious. So I it's it's really enjoyable. And Chris Lydon, I think, is the 
most awesome conversationalist um i have ever come across and we're trying to get him for next media rumble by the way guys if you have any recommendations in and the second is i just like you to hear the opening of bill mars podcast i had written a piece a few uh, weeks ago uh, i got trashed by feminists left right and center um where i said the way that debate was framed of like if everything is rape then nothing is rape like everything after no and i think uh, bill ma has kind of articulated it well when al franken and roy moore are clubbed together or uh, you know the other sexual predators and they're coming says, out of the woodwork yeah, charlie but, rose matt lowe i don't know the specifics Jeez. of what uh, you know matt lowe does but what and al frank has done and what um, roy moore has done are so dissimilar so he kind of takes a dig at the me too campaign says that and politically you know actually television dumbs it down they they club everything as one as one few so he says he did a bad thing and the condemnation has been universal which he deserves what he doesn't deserve is to be lumped in with roy moore or kevin spacey or harvey weinstein <laughs> or Donald Trump. Yeah. Who, who, Donald Trump calls his accusers liars, threatened to sue them, did long riffs at his rallies. We would say that they were too ugly for him to assault. Plus with Al Franken we're talking about one incident. Trump has 16 accusers. Roy Moore has 9. Roy Moore spent more time chatting up young girls at the mall than Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> so how how about another me too campaign where it's I can tell two unlike things apart me too <laughs> I know the difference between a man who once acted like a dick and a man who is a dick <laughs> me too <laughs> I know the difference between someone who behaved like a high schooler and someone who targeted high schoolers <laughs> me too and i think that is an important distinction to make and often like any other debate even the gender debate kind of doesn't make such distinctions i think that does not disservice i'm just i'm just going to disagree with you on that because for the longest time the feminist movement has tried to differentiate between molestation harassment rape and several degrees of that it doesn't club these things together but like you rightly pointed out Television with does. the kind of debates we are having it clubs everything together yeah you're right maybe yeah yeah exactly mine was a commentary on the debate but so yeah thank you all so much for joining me here always a pleasure to have you here thank you uh, we hope we shall Very soon. I'll do, do it for free. I'm saying it on hafta. Oh dear, no, no. I, I, I understand. By the way, guys, <laughs> journalists, you guys trash journalists all the time, but the amount of work journalists do for free, nobody else does. Purely for the passion. So next time you're saying paid media, yeah, media, wo media. If you're a chartered accountant, why don't you come and do our audit for free? <laughs> If you're a lawyer, come do our cases for free. The amount of journalists who work for free, very few of you would do something for free out of passion. But it's also understandable. You can't be a chartered accountant out of passion, right? I really like numbers. I like balancing sheets. <laughs> no, but I'll, it's true that lawyers do a lot of cases free. Sure. Journalists bono, do yeah. things free, mm. yeah. and doctors do a lot of cases free. That's true. So, but accountants, mm. businessmen, engineers, engineers. Sorry, you don't do anything for free. Techies. Mm. <laughs> okay. Until the next hafta, join us again and subscribe. Spread the word. Bye bye. Thank you. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch.
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.